Hi guys, do you like this podcast and do you want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. So first of all, it's free and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So make sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started because that's what I used to make my podcast and I love it. Hello, guys. Happy Monday. It's a late pod again. Don't kill me, okay? Things happen. Bad things happen to good people. And by bad things, I mean uh, not feeling good. (laughs) First of all, before I get into talking about me as per usual, how are you doing? Okay? You doing good? Okay. I'm just asking while I'm currently adjusting myself a little bit better in my bed. So uh, that's nice to hear. I'm glad that you're doing well. (laughs) Um, Me, how am I doing? Well, you know what? Not awful. It could be so, so, so much worse. I used to have that mindset a lot when I was younger. Like whenever something would happen to me, I would be like, it's okay. It could be worse. But the key thing was, was that I wouldn't tell others that. Like I would just think that to myself. Like it's a rude thing to say to someone else when they are you know, not going through a good time and being like, it's okay. It could be like, nobody wants to hear that shit. Like keep that to yourself. However, when it's like myself, that was like an amazing coping thing for myself back then. Like anything bad that would ever happen to me, I would just be like, I'm grateful because it could be so much worse. And I just stopped having that mentality at some point. Um, but I just remember it helped me a lot out in the moment. But if you're going to do that, Keyword, don't don't push that onto other people, you know, and also don't invalidate yourself. Anyway, we're getting very preachy early on. No, no, no. I'm not doing awful, okay? My issue is, is that I think that all of the stress and issues that I had in the last year are currently all manifesting themselves out of my body. And I don't mean like manifest as in like manifestation and you know, the law of attraction. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like everything from the last year that has happened to me. I think it's just all expelling out of my body currently, okay? And I didn't realize how traumatic the year was until, you know, I'm now sitting here very calm. Well, calm. Mm, I'll get into that. I didn't realize how bad last year was for me personally until I took the time to reflect back onto it. Well, not to this this episode is not about like a sob story by any means. However, I will give a little bit of context for anybody who doesn't know what my 2020 looked like. Um I got out of a really bad like living situation and job that I quit. Um, but that was good, but I was still like recovering from all the feelings from that and anxieties and stressors. And I moved into this new apartment where I was like being able to finally live very calmly and peacefully and without these like life stressors. And then, you know, COVID obviously happened. And then I had a shit ton of anxiety about World War III. I know that might sound ridiculous, but for someone who has intense anxiety, that was so much for me. And then my mom got diagnosed with two cancers and then she has to get chemotherapy. And then I wasn't able to like move in with my friends. Um, And I, I mean, I made that choice willingly to 
sit and and stay with my family to try and help out. Um, And then also it was my last semester of college. And I never gave myself the time to truly process that entire year and realize how hard it was for me. And I think now that, (laughs) I mean, I knew how bad it was, trust me, I knew how bad it was. But I think now when I'm finally at a calm place in my life and in an amazing place in my life at that, like I, you know, live with my family who's doing healthy and well and happy. And I have my dream job that I've always wanted. I'm a YouTuber. I get to make podcasts. Like this is the life that I've always wanted to live. And I have an amazing relationship and I have amazing friendships in my life and I have a beautiful cat and everything in my life on paper is amazing. And trust me, in my head too, like I wake up and I'm so grateful every single day. Um, But I think it's just my body's way of being like, ah, you are at peace. We are going to wreak havoc. And so (laughs) I think that's what's happening now is that my body is finally expelling all of the bad stuff from last year. Because you know how they say, I've, I've probably mentioned this many times before, but how when you lose your hair, like, well, a lot of times people will lose their hair like three months after something traumatic has happened. And I think it's just coming out of me in all different forms. And one of which being headaches. They are not migraines. Um, I can tell you that. I got Botox for that. I fixed that baby. But headaches still suck, but they're not coming from my jaw. I know they aren't. There's a very big difference. Anyone who has a frequent migraine and headache haver, you know where it comes from, where it stems from and all that. Um, So I'm not only dealing with that, um, but I'm also dealing with just like shitty anxiety all of a sudden. And I've I haven't had anxiety, like actual real moments of anxiety in months now. It's It's been a few months that I haven't had this. Um, and, and all of a sudden yesterday, it just came upon me. I was like, what is this? Why is this suddenly here? I don't understand. And then all of a sudden today again, and I'm like, damn it. I thought I escaped you. So... I'm trying to take life a little bit easier on myself. You guys are so kind to me whenever I talk about, you know, wanting to take a break from making YouTube videos or podcasts or whatever, um, or from social media. I haven't been as active really. And you guys are so supportive and you're like, please take a break when you need to. Like, we really won't mind. And trust me, I am in my own way. I am taking a break, but, um, I'm still going to be active. I, I'm learning how to balance it. And it's really awesome that I'm finally at a point like that. So, and I'm finally accepting help from others, which is really cool. So, um, I'm trying to do some more habits that will lessen my anxiety because I have nothing to be anxious over. I'm doing relatively well. I think it's just my body being like, oh, you poor baby, you had a rough year. Okay, let's make you suffer now that you're calm. So I'm taking it day by day, trying to just like nurse myself, well, not a nurse. I don't know about that word, but I'm trying to, to, to be nicer to myself and doing things that are kinder to myself, which maybe means a nice little bubble bath. Okay. I don't remember what scent I got. Oh, I remember. I wanted to get the matcha scented, uh, bubble bath. I don't remember why I didn't get it. I got elderberry. It's not bad. But I wish I would have known what the matcha smelled like. I can tell you that. I love matcha everything. I just finished my matcha that I 
have. I get it from Matcha Bar now because before I used to get it from Wegmans and that shit was so expensive. Not that Matcha Bar is like cheap by any means, but for monthly subscriptions, like it's pretty good price. Okay. And so I've been getting it from them. And if you guys watch my, one of my most recent videos, which is like a girl talk video, I get that like famous TikTok drink. It's like a iced matcha latte with two pumps of chai. Um, and it's amazing. And I have cut out coffee, which props to me and, and having anxiety. I don't do that to myself anymore. And matcha doesn't give me that same feeling. I have a caffeine sensitivity, but for some reason, tea doesn't really do that to me. Um, like the jitters and anxiousness and fear of impending doom. It doesn't really do that to me. Matcha makes me feel nice and good. And so having it with chai, oh my God, it's amazing. But, um, ran out of matcha. So suffering a little bit, but we're going to get through this together. Okay. Wow. I hope no, no, I, I, I bought my own chai concentrate, but matcha and chai wouldn't make me anxious. Would it? No. <laughs> Watch me throughout this, like the last like 10 minutes of this podcast while I'm like talking about my anxiousness and everything. And then turns out it's all from this little drink that's supposed to taste like the moon. Oh my God. I don't think it is. Well, that would suck if it did. But um, yes, so that's kind of how I'm doing. Um, other than that, things are going really well. Like I said before, my mom just got her first dose of the vaccine, which is so extremely exciting. I literally could not stop talking about how happy I am and how grateful I am. My mom was like, all right, enough. Like we get it. I am just so grateful that she was able to get it. And trust me, it was not an easy process. Um, Basically, what I ended up doing was on a snowy day, like, uh, I don't know, maybe a month ago, whenever we had like the really bad snowstorms, um, I just ended up calling exactly 30 pharmacies, 30 different pharmacies, and whichever ones were accepting me, uh, they put me, put my mom on the waiting list. And I was just calling to see if they had any cancellations or anything. Every single time I check online, I have absolutely no luck. It sucks. Um, And I would wake up on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 6 a.m. and check my pharmacies to see if they have any openings. Finally, one of the places that she was on a waiting list for accepted her. So took her in and uh, I'm just so grateful. And she already has her second one already. Like the date is planned and it's guaranteed for her. So it's not going to run out. I don't know how it works in your guys's like states and towns and counties and whatever, but um, at least where I live, a lot of places were not able to get their second dose of the vaccine because they just simply gave too many first doses out. So they weren't prepared to give out the second one, if that makes sense. Um, or they weren't shipped the proper amount. Anyway, it's amazing because the place that we went to, she's able to get both. And it's guaranteed to her because they set it aside. And it was such an easy process. She feels amazing. Like, she had no issues. I believe she said that her arm just hurt. And for a woman who has a really shitty immune system now after chemotherapy, she's doing great. So anyway... I'm encouraging you all, if you are able to get the vaccine, please get it. Like, if you qualify for it, um, get that shit. Because I'm very excited to go back to regular life, although I still am kind of not. I'm kind of not prepared. I'm kind of still in the phase of hibernation, but I think that might just be because of how the weather is. 
Anyway, let's get started into today's topic, which is about loneliness. <laughs> wow. Very, um, very uplifting topic, right? No, no, no. I'm going to be talking about kind of the art of being alone. I don't know if I want to title that today's podcast because I don't want it to be uh, sounding cheesy, but I do find a lot of comfort in being alone and I actually really enjoy my own company. And I think there's a few factors that play into that, but I think there's also a few reasons as to why I do that I consciously choose to make. Let me just explain. So I'm an only child, okay? I... (laughs) And when I grew up, it was literally just my mom and I until my stepdad came into the picture when I was in middle school. So I grew up spending a lot of my time alone and entertaining myself. Um, Even when I was a kid and I used to get babysat by my friend's mom. I don't know if babysat is the correct word, but well, babysat, whatever. Um, Until, you know, my mom could pick me up from, from school. Or from from my babysitter's house. And so I used to hang out at my friend's house. And as we got older, he just didn't want to hang out with me anymore. Our interests changed. And he kind of got mean sometimes. But um, we just kind of grew in separate directions. And I still had to spend that time alone. So regardless of where I was after school, even with when I was with people, I was still learning how to entertain myself because I knew that that wasn't really always an option for me. And I I really am grateful for it because it's taught me to really enjoy my own company now. Um, especially like, I reference TikTok way too much, but I'll see especially on TikTok, a lot of people talking about how they just have like a codependency on people or they always have to be with people and friends and everything. And that just sounds like my worst nightmare to me personally. I struggle a lot with being around people for an extended period of time. I'm really fine the first few hours, honestly, Um, but then it's just kind of all downhill and I just get drained very easily. Like my energy just gets very drained. I get very tired um, and it's hard for me to like keep up. And I think that that's one of my struggles and my downfalls um, when it comes to being social. I don't know. I know there's some people on the internet who like to argue whether I'm an introvert or an extrovert as if as if they may know me better than myself. But the truth is, is that I don't even know, to be honest. Like, I don't know the answer of whether I'm an introvert or an extrovert. I think I'm a mix of both. But I think if anything, I'm leaning more towards the introverted side just because it's really, really, really hard for me to be around people for a long time. And I I wish that I was one of those people who could always be social. Like my friend Jake is such a social being. Oh my God, you guys know Jake. If you listen to <laughs> if you guys listen to us, I saw your tweet, are you okay? I just refer to him as Jake. Jake is a very extroverted person. He always likes being around people. He is always down to call and talk and whatever. Although he had his moments like when we lived in the same building where he was like, no, I don't want to hang out. I want to be on my own. Obviously everyone has their moments. Um, and I'm not like that at all. Like I, I struggle with calling people first. I struggle with making the initiative to hang out with someone first. That is something that I am definitely working on because 
I realized that I have been avoiding potential friendships and continuing friendships by just not interacting with these people. And that's like not my intention. So anyway, I'm trying to be better about that. Um, but I, I realized like, especially during the pandemic, there are very, very few moments that I actually feel genuine loneliness. Of course, I miss my friends. Of course, I miss my boyfriend dearly. Like I miss these people in my life. But I never really find myself being like, oh my God, I wish I could be with someone right at this moment. Because I know that even though I've been alone for the last year, when I say alone, I mean, you know, with my parents, of course, but it's a little bit different when you're with your friend or your significant other. Although I've been alone, I know I would still get just as exhausted just as quick if I hung out with people, if not sooner, because like my stamina is not there anymore. But anyway, I know a lot of you guys, you know, suffer with feeling very lonely, especially right now. And how do I enjoy my own company? What do I even do with my time? Um, and I think it's just so fun to be alone. So I kind of just wanted to like talk about that. Like, what does an ideal day for Nicole look like? My cat is crying. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear her. But what does an ideal day look like for Nicole being spent alone? Um, something that I really enjoy doing. I know it sounds not very eco-friendly at all. <laughs> driving is definitely one of my favorite things to do even before the pandemic, I love doing it. Um, I drove to a grocery store that's very far away from me a few months ago, and it was the most exhilarating feeling to be able to just drive and listen to my favorite podcasts. Um, I highly recommend if you guys like driving, I know a lot of people hate driving. Um, that is such a therapeutic thing for myself to be able to have genuine like solitude while well, you're still surrounded by people, but genuine solitude of just driving in a car. Um, and now I have this weird association with those certain podcast episodes with me driving on this very specific highway. Isn't nostalgia a bitch? Why do I long for the Schuylkill Turnpike or whatever it's called? You know, that's so weird. <laughs> and the fact that there's something called the Schuylkill is weird enough, okay? Um, but no, I, I genuinely like long for those moments and I hope that I can go on them again on some of these drives. I really, even with my mom, you know, I do them sometimes, but that, you know, you're not really alone when you're doing that. But it's something that I've been enjoying doing. I remember when I moved out of my apartment in Philly, like when I was moving out all my things in August and I had to keep driving back and forth, that even that, it, it was just an hour drive, but it feels so nice to just be alone with your thoughts, but genuinely listen to something that you like. So if you like to listen to podcasts, Jesus, I'm promoting podcasts while on a podcast and you're listening to me talk about podcasts on my podcast. Isn't that so annoying, but um, I genuinely recommend finding podcasts that you actually enjoy listening to. My last episode, I mentioned some of my favorites, so you can go check them out there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Those are just, that's just like one example of things that I like doing alone. Another thing that I really like doing alone is like self-help bettering myself type of things. I know that doesn't necessarily make sense, but for example, I'm the type of person who likes to go through my closet 
constantly and try to either sell or donate or give away things to my friends or family um, in my closet and in my clothes because I love these type of like self-help type of actions. Um, even like cleaning, for example. Um, I like doing these kinds of things because it makes me feel like I am doing something good for myself when in reality it's not even like that big of a deal. Like cleaning out your closet is not the biggest deal in the world. But there's something about spending the day alone, listening to music or a podcast, and just doing something that will make you feel better in the future there's nothing quite like it. And what I mean by that is like, I spent the other day cleaning out underneath my bed because I knew that it was messy. I knew that I needed to clean it out. I had so much shit underneath there and it's consciously like on my mind. I meant constantly, but it's constantly on my mind um, that there's something underneath my bed. It's just like one of those things at at the bottom of like my to-do list that I always say that I'm going to do and I never actually do it. And then when you finally do it, you just feel so accomplished and you're alone and you're like, oh, this is beneficial for future me because now it's easier in case I have something underneath the bed that I need to get. Like, it's just little things like that. Oh my God. Why am I always having issues when I'm either making a video or recording a podcast? There's like some serious wind outside. Like if I get swept up and blown away, at least it's recorded on the podcast, right? Okay. Um, Jake, if you somehow have access to my computer, please upload this in case I get swept away in this, what sounds like a hurricane. Um, anyway, so sorry, but I feel like I need to be updating you, you know, a live action type of podcast, right? No, but I really like doing those kinds of things. Like I will go through my makeup and look at the expiration dates and see like, okay, what do I have to get rid of this time around? And just little menial tasks. Like I was telling my boyfriend that I was like, don't you just love doing that? Like, don't you just want to go through your room and like declutter and get rid of things and feel better? And he's like, no, I just, I just don't feel that way. But it's genuinely one of my favorite things to do alone. I've also been really loving cooking and baking recently. And I have to do that shit alone because cooking or baking when someone else is in the kitchen with me sounds like the my actual nightmare. Um, for some reason, whenever I try to cook, everyone in my family, there's only two people in my family, try to come into the kitchen at the same time. And I'm like, everybody needs to just leave for maximum like 30 to 40 minutes. I'm begging. I'm making food for all of you, but just please get out. And I have been really enjoying doing that. And a lot of people ask me like where I get like my vegan gluten-free recipes. Honestly, I will literally Google vegan gluten-free blank, like whatever I want to make, or I'll just look up whatever ingredients I have. And then I will find a recipe for that. And it's usually the first option that I find. Nothing crazy, nothing special, but I've been finding doing that alone is so nice. Um, and I've been getting a little bit more alone time in my house recently just because, you know, my mom's been able to start going back to work and I've been able to just cook and do whatever I want to do, all my little tasks in the morning um, alone. And it's been really nice. It's been really, really therapeutic for myself. You know what I mean? Um, and I think younger me would be really happy and proud of myself because I think I spent a lot of like 
my younger days being really bummed out that people either wouldn't want to hang out with me or I was spending it alone or like I wasn't old enough to go drive and hang out with my friends. And I wasn't one of those people who hung out with my friends a lot, like growing up, like my mom wasn't that strict or anything. Like she didn't want me hanging out with random people, but I also wasn't hanging out with my friends all the time. Like I felt like that was too mature for me like if I was in middle school I was hanging out with my friends like maybe like once every few weeks you know what I mean so it wasn't like a common thing for myself um and so I like I said I spent a lot of time alone and then I remember getting like rejected by friends sometimes um there's just like one specific example that sticks out in my head like I would go visit like family friends for example and they would have kids like around my age and I remember like playing with them and having an amazing time with them um and I'm like oh my god this is my new friend they're usually like a year or two older than me and then you come back and visit in like six months and they're like ignoring you I know people can relate to this like you go and visit your mom's best friend and their kid is cool with you one month and then a few months later they just like want nothing to do with you and it's like weird and embarrassing and then you're like stuck at this like little dinner party and you're like what now I'm just here alone I don't I don't even have a phone like I'm a kid and then what and and it's just like that kind of stuff like ate me up as a kid (laughs) and now that I'm older I I really 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 value having peace and quiet in my alone time um And yeah, I hope that other people can find that within themselves as well. I think a lot of it also has to do with not being comfortable with your own time and your own thoughts with yourself, which can be really, really hard to work through. I don't have any solid advice on that because that's something that I'm still working through if I'm being completely honest. Um, But yeah. Also, another thing that I want to mention that I've been doing (laughs) recently, which I'm very proud of myself. Okay, so like... I've been doing like group Zoom calls with my friends since about the beginning of the pandemic. Like it'll usually be like 10 of us and we will play games. Like there's, um, I think they're called Jackbox games maybe. And there's just like different online games. We'll have someone stream their screen, which is really cool. Like, and we'll watch a movie together or we'll just hang out and talk or like if you're above 21, drinking games. Like there's so many things that you can do like in big zoom group hangout sometimes it does get overwhelming because people are talking over each other but it's still so fun i have been loving doing that and we're trying to do it more and more often honestly um like for example we're gonna have a powerpoint night this week so i've been seeing this thing on tiktok where people have like specific things that they make a powerpoint about and then they each present it And it seems like it's really fun in person, but obviously we can't do that. Also, a lot of us are like spread out now across the map, which I think is really cool to be honest, but it's cool because we all started pretty much in like the same location and area. And now it's, wow, it's just so weird. Like we were 10 minutes apart from each other and now we're like East Coast, West Coast. Anyway, um, but it's really, really nice that we're able to do that and uh, the board game night, not board game night, PowerPoint night. Board game night does sound good though. Over Zoom. I don't know how that would work. PowerPoint night is basically where you pick like a topic and then you present your PowerPoint. And like, for example, it's like, um, 
person in the in each person in this zoom call most likely to like superlatives or something like that or it can be like something completely random it's like why i believe that julian casablancas is the sexiest man alive like things anything that you want it to be and i can't wait to do hours i don't know what i'm doing my powerpoint on yet so you guys should help me out and let me know what powerpoint i should do although why julian casablancas is the sexiest man alive does sound pretty promising to me okay but i've been doing a lot more of zoom calling and with my friends and every single time that i'm done with them I'm like oh my god why don't i do that more often and it's nice because it's like we usually do it at night and we're only hanging out with each other for like three or four or sometimes a little bit more hours but i'm not exhausted because it's not like a full-fledged all-day hangout or in person so i'm like still maintaining my uh my energy. And also I do better in that kind of situation, like when it's a big group, because then I don't have to be talking the entire time because there's so many of us. So it's not like exhausting me. You know what I mean? So if you have a large group of friends, that's a COVID friendly and safe way to all hang out and have a good time. Another thing that I actually did, I actually called my friend Sienna the other day and we, a little bit of backstory, but I um, met this girl named Sienna and she's my friend's cousin. And we completely hit it off at the Mac DeMarco concert. And if you're listening to this, hello. If you're not, that's okay. And we completely just hit it off. And I only met this girl a couple times in my life, but I instantly knew I was like, this is someone I want to be friends with. She's so cool. And we just, our conversation flows so well together. Uh, this is someone who I can genuinely see myself becoming friends with. And I rarely, 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 rarely ever get that feeling to the point where I'm like, hey, do you want to call? Do you want to like hang out? Like anything like that. But this is someone who I was just like, no hesitation. I like want to call this girl and just hang out. And we ended up calling for like five hours, I think like four or five hours. We were just on FaceTime and we've only met in real life and seen each other like three times in person. We've never like called really or anything like that. We just text here and there, DM each other here and there and just conversation flows so good. So I can't express enough how much like a little girl talk or a little like just fun time can mean and our conversations are not that that's another important thing about friendship is finding someone who you're not like on the phone with talking shit you know this was a friend who I was just able to talk about uh the first half of our conversation was about who we stan literally we had a conversation about josh hutcherson and then it was also robert pattinson we talked about timothy chalamet um i had to google what hemorrhoids looked like like we just had a great conversation and then we got a little bit deeper in the second half and i was like oh i miss women i miss hanging out with women i miss hanging out with my girls and so it made me realize i need to talk to my girlfriends more often um not that my boyfriend isn't great however there is a difference between calling your best friends who are girls or just having that good type of friendship with someone and being able to talk with them often it makes such a difference in your mental health um and yeah uh i i can't express my gratitude enough for good pure friendships with other women and especially during covid just being able to chat uh amazing i can't rave about it enough i'm just so grateful you know what i mean um some of my goals now 
with the hopes that I will maybe be vaccinated sometime soon. Also that my mom is vaccinated. I'm hoping that more times I can spend alone. Something ideal for me to be to do would be to drive to the beach alone. I don't live very near the beach, but I would love to just go to the beach, not even really get in the water. Although I, I'm not one of those people who's like, I'm not gonna get in the water. Like I, I don't care. I'll get in the water. But if it's <laughs> if it's like April, yeah, I'm not getting into, you know, the Atlantic Ocean, okay? But I have really wanted to just drive to the beach. Um, my friend Reese, she just recently drove to the beach in a vlog, and I would like to go do that. Uh, just hang out alone, maybe journal, maybe listen to a little potty of some sort. I have no idea. And, and that's something that I would like to do alone. Um, and, and just, I say that, the, I mean, I could do this now, but I say like when it is safer and when I, ha I forgot there's literally snow on the ground. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go do this now. But I, um, I take COVID very seriously and the last thing I would want to do is get my mother sick. And so I'm very much so valuing, um, you know, taking my time before I travel to another state for no reason um, or, you know, doing things that I shouldn't be doing. Um, another thing that I used to do a lot was actually go get food alone. That was like my treat every Thursday or Friday. I would go to my local vegan restaurant and I would do pick up and it was awesome because they just had a window that you could just pay for everything outside and they would give you the food through the window. It was so cool. Um, so I didn't even have to step foot inside and I would get myself a little milkshake and a little bit of food and then I would either eat it right there on the side of the road, which isn't that safe, or I would go and drive home and I actually met a subscriber once. Like we literally were just paying at the same time and they ironically came to this place because um, they saw me shouted out like on my Instagram story. And so then they came and visited and then I just so happened to show up at the same time. It was amazing. It was everything and more. But I used to do that a lot, but I kind of stopped because I was allergic to a lot of the foods that they had there, a lot of gluten, and they used uh, soy milk in their in their milkshakes, which breaks my heart because I'm so allergic to those two things. So I kind of had to take a break over there. But um, I don't know, having a, a little a little day like that to celebrate the end of the week, that always feels so good. I used to never be one of those people who would like really um, you know, celebrate with food or eat out at the end of the week. And I realized that there's so much joy in it and so much happiness. And I found it within myself. And, uh, no, I, I do really, really want to maybe get back into that, maybe find some more vegan places in my area, um, and go eat some food, you know? So that's something that I want to do. Also, I want to go on a drive. I just simply want to go on a longer drive, um, because it makes me happy whether that's to a grocery store that is far away or, um, you know, going to the beach or wherever I end up going, I'd really like to go drive somewhere um, once I feel that it's a better idea too because I miss it a lot. I miss it so much. I remember my professor uh, this last semester, she, her mom had, I think it was like her 90th birthday maybe, and she had like the whole city come out and, you know, honk their horns when they drove past her house and the police department like the fire department came and everything like it was a very organized event and so she invited the whole class like she just gave her address to us and she's like come on over just honk your horns and I was really considering it and it made it even more appealing so I was like 
like, oh my God, hour and 20 minute drive. I'm there. Um, I unfortunately did not go. I'm a bad student. Um, I think I probably had a good reason as to why I didn't go, but now I kind of regret it. So I don't know. These are just some things that I am considering and would hopefully like to do now that, you know, I feel a bit better about my mom getting vaccinated and then me getting vaccinated in the future as well. Um, and yes, so anyway, what I wanted to say is if you kind of struggle with spending time alone, I would ask yourself maybe why you struggle spending time alone. I've definitely had friends in the past or even current friends who really, really struggle with codependency and being with others. And while it can be a very deep-rooted issue, I think a lot of times we just fear loneliness and we fear spending time with ourselves for reasons that we don't even really know about. And then once you actually spend that time alone and you actually enjoy it and do something that you enjoy, you're like, huh, this isn't, this isn't so bad. You know, um, I'd like to take myself out onto date more, it's more dates, more. I don't think that was English. I'd like to take myself out on dates more. I'd like to be able to spend even more time with myself than I do already now. And I'm really grateful that in this time, the positive that I can take from it is that I've been able to spend more time alone than I ever had in my entire life. And before I remember saying that I wasn't very reflective on my time alone, um, I think we were like halfway, I, I say halfway through the pandemic as if it's over. I remember we were like six months into the pandemic and I was like, oh my God, I feel like so many people have like found themselves or like doing some crazy stuff in this time and, and have really, really figured themselves out. And I feel like I haven't been able to be like introspective and figure myself out and, and really like get to the root of my problems in this time. Like I see so many other people have, but then I realized that it, that's not like real. Like you don't ever truly get to like the bottom of yourself or figure yourself out. Like we're constantly like growing people who are constantly just evolving. Uh, I don't think there's a point where you just like spend all the time alone, write it down in a journal about how you feel. And you're like, ah, I have myself figured all out. But I thought that that's like what people had, but it's really, really not. Um, and so I'm trying to stop that notion in my mind being like, I don't know even who I am. I don't know anything about myself. I haven't used this time wisely in quarantine. And it's like, Nicole, shut up. We're in a, we're literally still in a pandemic. You're doing the best that you can and what, because you haven't written in your journal enough. You don't feel like you have been productive enough in figuring yourself out. Shut up. And then I feel better. <laughs> Sometimes I need to tell myself to shut up and then I genuinely feel better. So anyway, here's my words of encouragement now that we're at the end of this podcast. Take more time for yourself, even a little by little, if you live with a lot of people or if you're someone who sees people on the regular, um, try and slowly spend more time doing the things that you would do with your friends and do it alone. If that's literally getting coffee by yourself and sitting in your car, do that. If it's going on a longer drive, do that. If it's driving to the beach, do that. If it's doing these things that you would be uncomfortable if if you, there, your friend was not there, I think that's something that you need to work through and try and do on your own because you will feel so much better. And I think it's something that helped me with my confidence also is doing these things alone. Like people who are like, oh my God, I could never eat out in public. I could never, you know, shop out in public, like alone. Like I could never do that. I never ever see a problem with eating 
out alone, doing fun things alone, because it's so cool that you're so confident in yourself and you like yourself enough that you want to spend that time alone. I don't think that there's anything to be embarrassed or ashamed of whatsoever. I always ate alone and I was never embarrassed about it. I never thought it was weird because I was like, I'm literally chilling with myself. Like what's so bad about myself that I have to be embarrassed about this? You know what I mean? So I think that you should feel the same way and also practice, you know, taking these moments to enjoy being with yourself and not, you know, just simply accepting that you're alone, but enjoy being alone. Okay. And that also can go with relationships, which is a whole different conversation, but, uh, you know, not feeling like you have to be in a relationship to enjoy your own company. But I really, really encourage a lot of you to work through some of your own issues to, enjoy being by yourself and with yourself and not not just putting up with it but simply like being very mindful in these moments and being like oh my god I'm so cool (laughs) and uh I've I've realized that I figured out more of myself while actually spending my time alone than trying to like journal about it if that makes any sense um and yeah okay I'm going to end the podcast. I hope that you guys had fun listening. If you guys did, you can go onto Apple Podcasts and leave this a rating and a review. Um, And you can also catch me on Jake and I's podcast. I saw your tweet, Are You Okay? And that streams every Tuesday. So I hope that you guys are doing great and enjoying being alone if you're listening to this podcast alone. And I'm not going to lie to you. I feel better after talking everything out. Um, Not that I was anxious about being alone or anything, but I was anxious at the start of this podcast and I feel a lot better. So thank you for listening and thank you for going through the motions with me, you know, and uh, thanks for listening to me talk about being alone for literally so long. It's like that one uh, Squidward meme, you know, alone. I'm going to post it on the Instagram page. If you want to follow that, it's (laughs) Talk Nasty Podcast on Instagram. Anyway. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, go check it out. Anyway, goodbye. Good night. Hope you're doing well. I love you. Peace and blessings. Bye-bye.